Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Mental Sweet Spot podcast, how to focus on the present and block out distractions. I'm Melanie Rushing and I'll be joined shortly by my business partner Alicia Smith to discuss how she coached the mental game with her team this season. If you're a podcast returner, thank you so much for joining us again. More practice days this week gave us more time to teach the mental game, so we had plenty of time to tackle the topic of being in control. In this episode, we discuss focusing on the fundamentals and adding pressure, what each player needs when they lose focus, going through the focus funnel before each pitch, focusing on the controllables, playing softball and picks to get the competitive juices going, and what's causing them to get distracted and how to use keywords to focus back in. Stick with us through the end to get today's freebie, which is straight from the Mental Training Foundation course, Consistent. It's a worksheet to help your players create their pregame routine so they can stay consistent. And it also helps for those short breaks between games. Before we get to the show, I'd love to share a new and exciting opportunity for coaches. If you want to provide mental training to your girls, but having a consultant work with your team is a little too pricey, consider joining our Mental Sweet Spot Academy. For just $20 a month, you get access for an entire year to all eight courses, drills, practice plans, a community of like-minded coaches sharing ideas and tips, and virtual access to us to ask us any questions you have about implementing the mental game. To learn more and join the waitlist, head to mentalsweetspot.com forward slash academy. Now let's get back to the show. So let's jump right in. We actually okay. didn't catch up before this time, so I think it's going to be great. So just tell me about the week and what went well and how you incorporated the mental game. Sure. So, well, this past week was in complete contrast to the week before because we talked about how busy the week before was. So this week we only played Tuesday. We were, there was a lot of rain. We didn't we got our tournament rain out on Saturday. Uh, we were indoors a couple days. So it was definitely much different. So on Monday, um, we had decided as a coaching staff, I think we talked about that last Sunday, where we we're just going to work on fundamentals. So that's all we did. We did tons of drills that were just fundamental, you know, fielding, throwing, catching, all sorts of different drills for middle infield, corners, outfield, hitting. We got back to kind of that focus of hitting hard ground balls. So um, we continued the in-control piece from the week before because we didn't hardly have any time to work on it the week before because we only had that one practice day. So it was definitely uh, in-control day or week two, but really only in-control day two, you know, week two, but day two, really, if you think about it that way. So we continued to work on that worksheet. Um, that you had provided. I think it was a total of eight pages. So we picked out two more pages to kind of work through. So we talked about um, the last page of the worksheet was um, what do you need? What do, what do you need when you lose focus? It's a team exercise. Mm -hmm. So we went through and I said, okay, so we explained the worksheet and then every kid write down what did they need? So their first line, they were their own first line. They put their name down and then they put, this is what I need when I lose focus. Um, and then I had everyone stand up and talk to the team and share with the team what did they need from their teammates when they lose focus. So mm -hmm. very interesting how you had some different answers. Um, but I did, after I kind of reflected on it, a lot of it went back to their athlete type, mm -hmm. which I could really kind of sense because those kids that were rockets, for example, like me, um, had similar responses. So um, there were kind of grouped together as well. Some kids wanted you just to leave them alone don't talk to me. I need 30 seconds and pat me on the back, but don't tell me it's okay. <laughs> okay. If you just pat me on the back or tap me on the top of the head, that's fine, but don't come up to me and say it's okay. Um, but they, they need that time to process and get over it and move on. Other kids needed people to just tell them a joke, just make them laugh so they could get over it. So 
it was a very interesting exercise and it was good. It was really good. So um, I think everyone kind of had a big, you know, a little bit better understanding of what they need. And then we talked about the broad focus and narrow focus or mm-hmm. um, external and, and external and internal focus. So mm-hmm. we kind of put it in perspective of a game where uh, the softball game, you have a lot of, you know, you know, extra or broad focus, narrow focus, broad focus, narrow focus. So um, every in between every pitch, really. So before the pitch is thrown, you have a broad focus where you're talking about you know, runners on two, check two, go one, one out, you know, they're talking about the bigger picture. And then as the pitch is set, then they should be ready to go for that one play that may come to them. So we talked about the visualization process. Uh, For example, again, like runner on two, one out, everyone should be talking about the broad perspective. So every person should be saying what they need to do if they get the ball. As soon as the pitcher's getting ready to throw the ball, clearly the pitcher and catcher have a narrow focus of that pitch. Every player should then be ready and know what to do right before the pitch is coming because they've changed their focus from broad to narrow. So it's kind of a unique, you know, sport where that happens often, you know, every pitch. So um, we also talked about, because you, on your, on your um, document you have like a funnel. So we kind of mm-hmm. use those lines as the lines of the field. So anything that's outside of those lines, external distractions should be pushed away and we ignore those. So, mm-hmm. um, screaming fans, parents, you know, weather, uncontrollables, those kind of things. So it was interesting because we talked about those external focuses and then then we went into our practice. And that verbiage, we talked about that for about a good 20 minutes. So then when we went into these particular drills, you know, they were using that language, which I thought was awesome. Like, there's my narrow focus coach, you know, and, and things <laughs> like that. So it was great. And then on Tuesday, we had a game. Um, it, again, challenging in a different way where we got our 15 runs and we're done in 50 minutes and then got our 15 runs and we're done in 15 minutes. So it was very short game. Um, but the focus, I think, was pretty good. You know, on those types of games, you really want to just focus on hitting line drives and doing the little things. So they still had some of those oopses with the little things. We, again, brought those up about, you know, base running mistakes and things like that. So on, on Wednesday, we had a shorter practice um, where we just did hitting. Um and then Thursday, I think we were, we had a full practice. So Wednesday, we shortened up a little bit. And on Monday, go back to Monday, I did ask them, how are things going? How are you feeling? And they were tired. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the week before had kind of caught up with them. So we told them flat out, look, we toyed with the idea of giving you a day off, but we feel it's more important to just focus on fundamentals. So you're not going to have a really hard practice, but you really need to focus on these fundamentals for two and a half hours. Then on Wednesday, we shortened it up. I think mm-hmm. we were done in an hour and a half. And then on Thursday, we had, um, we knew that that would be probably our last nice day for a while. So we were outside, we did a lot of, we did a lot of team stuff because we hadn't done that for a while. And then we did, uh, about 45 minutes, we did the softball Olympics. So during, so during uh, Monday's practice, we had a fundamental, we had a fundamental throwing drill. However, it was throwing under pressure, but was also base running drill at the same time. So we put them in competition. And sometimes it's unbelievable to me how competitive this group is. I mean, mm-hmm. they were every every play was high five and chest bump and screaming up and jumping up and down. So I love that competitiveness in them. So fast forward to then Thursday when we did the softball Olympics. Um, my assistant coach Kelly's awesome with this. She's very creative and, and has the whole. She had the Olympic ring set up for. <laughs> it was a they, there's a lot of fun activities for them to do. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Again, the competitiveness is just insane. And, and, but 
it, you could tell it, it brought them to a new level. So the message and all of that is if you can just, but they were having a blast, right? So they were mm -hmm. having a blast, they were focusing, but having so much fun. And um, the one drill that was, that was the best was they'd have to soft toss to their teammate at home plate. And the other team has to have a kid at second, or excuse me, a kid that's standing at third base and a kid standing at first base. So when they hit the ball, both of the, t of the girls on defense have to run and touch the ball. And the offensive girl is running around the bases. So however many bases they touch before both girls touch the ball is how many points you get. Those kids were like diving all out to get the ball, to touch the ball. Uh -huh. There was strategy involved. So I, I just told them, if you guys put that level of competitiveness into your games, you yeah. will not lose. Right. Like, it's just unbelievable how competitive they were. So, um, but it was fun. We had, um, we had a, obviously a champion was crowned. The last round was um, trivia. Nice. <laughs> they, had, they had a one opportunity to call a coach and get their opinion. <laughs> it's kind of funny because like, well, how do you know all this stuff? You know, so, <laughs> but it was great. It was fun. And the team that won got to choose one of three things. One was a team ice cream social. One was um, a punishment for the other team. And then the other thing was um, something fun that they just got to do. Uh -huh. So very interesting, but they picked ice cream social. So we nice. just, Awesome, because it was all inclusive for everyone. Yeah. Um, and then on Friday, the rain started. We had uh, just hitting practice indoors, very mm -hmm. limited space, but we broke them into groups, so it was a little bit easier. And on Saturday, a tournament was canceled, so we had pitching and hitting inside again. Um, so I did ask a few of the kids how they're feeling, and they feel a lot better. I, you know, this it was a lighter week, so I think that was, even though we were doing a lot of practicing, it was good for them. Mm -hmm. So um, back to the mental part, we just we just did a lot of, you know, in control of your emotions and in, in focusing on those things that they can control, uh, focusing on the fundamentals, because even though that's, you know, we got to focus on that part too, bringing your attention to that narrow focus when you mm -hmm. have to, especially for those fundamentals. Everything matters, the drop steps, the, the way you're catching the ball. And if you can really focus on those things, I think, um, consistently throughout the week, which is what we did, then mm -hmm. I think it was a great week. Yeah. I think what you did throughout the whole week was taught them like what to attend to because the the trick of not getting distracted by other things is to like shine your attention on. I think uh, Cinder Krampoff used the flashlight metaphor like it can only shine one place. So talking about the fundamentals, talking about what play you need to be thinking about next, that automatically blocks everything out. Right. Like nothing frustrated me more than to be up at the plate and my dad's like stop thinking like, I would love to thank you yes. <laughs> you can't exactly. just stop thinking but you can focus on something else instead right right um one okay. of the other things I forgot to mention is on Wednesday um or Thursday was actually we had a, a notebook session again and we had um the other part of the sheet was um what happens when you get distracted and what types of words could you potentially uh. use right so um, I asked some of the kids some of their examples, and I thought they were great because one of them said, for example, if I'm up to bat and I let a strike go by, I start thinking about, you know, X, Y, and Z. And, and the X, Y, and Z could be anything. Mm -hmm. But then they, they paralyze themselves and the analysis or paralysis by analysis, and then they can't get the next pitch. Right. So I'm coming and I can't. Start. So I said, how many other people are in that same situation? You know, almost all their hands go up, right? <laughs> Uh -huh. so I think that was a really good, th those team discussions are really good because they're not mm -hmm. alone. Right. They have 
maybe use slightly different words or verbiage, but it's the same idea. Mm -hmm. And so we really kind of talk through, okay, so if that strike goes by, then what word could you use? What type of um, thought could you use to make sure that your refocus or, you know, that flashlight's a great example or that mm -hmm. narrow focus. You need to, you need to stop those thoughts, you know, step out of the box, take a deep breath, step back in and refocus on the next mm -hmm. pitch. So um, we also actually work through a breathing exercise. I talked about, you know, the research behind breathing and what it does to your heart rate and when your heart rate's too high how your fine motor skills go down. And when you take those deep breaths, the heart rate comes down just enough. Um, so we actually walk through, I read them a paragraph and we just walk through the steps of actually how to take those deep breaths. Mm -hmm. Cause I, I, I take for granted that half of this or more than half this team has never done this yeah. before. Mm -hmm. um, so we actually walked through, I said, so we, I had them all stand up. I had them close their eyes. I put them mentally in this kind of picture, this scenario where, you know, you're playing on the university of Michigan's field and it's the quarterfinal game and you're down by one and you're mm -hmm. the time and the time runs on second and you're up to bat and there's two outs, you know? Mm -hmm. So you try to put yourself in that situation and how do you actually breathe? You know, those deep, slow, meaningful breaths, not just, you know, it doesn't right. do anything. So and from the belly, not from the shoulders. Yes. And it even talked about, you know, you're not actually raising your shoulders and all that stuff. So we practiced that too. So that was, mm -hmm. that was kind of fun. So, Hopefully that will help them since we only have two weeks left before postseason starts. You know, we're mm -hmm. going to start cramming in some games here, trying to make up some of those games that we've lost and, and prepare for postseason. Yeah. I think you're already starting to go where I would typically go next. Mental skills wise is into that composure piece. So focus is just to meet the thoughts, but composure is adding in the emotional element of it. So especially as it gets closer it's a good time to work in like the deep breath is the number one thing to get your thoughts from yep. racing and getting those emotions in control. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what types of things start to crop up as the stakes increase and yep. the seniors get closer to graduating and being done and all the other stuff in the background. We always talk about each week. <laughs> There's a lot of it too, especially coming mm -hmm. up. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's perfect, perfect lead-in for next week, too, because mm -hmm. um, the stakes are starting to get a little higher, and mm -hmm. the, the regular season games are, are slowly ticking away, so the guaranteed games are no, you know what I mean? So once postseason mm -hmm. starts, you don't have any guarantees. Right. Um, so, you know, losing, you're done, and that, that raises the stakes tremendously, especially for the seniors. So, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, those other kids, too, they want to they wanna keep playing. They want to keep playing with their teammates, and they want to do it for the seniors, mm -hmm. so the stakes are higher. Yep. Usually freshmen that have never been in that situation before don't quite understand what it means. And almost every freshman I've ever coached will tell you that until mm -hmm. they're sophomore. Like, yeah. they say, I just didn't get it. And sometimes right. that's actually better. Yeah. Because you know, usually freshmen do, do fairly well in postseason because they don't. Just don't have a clue. <laughs> okay, they don't have a clue, but that's okay. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we were all <laughs> just kind in our naive. freshman state of mind, naive. Yeah, just like. Don't know what you don't know. Just kind of exactly. go through it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it's it's incredible. So sometimes as the, as the years go on, the pressure seems to get a little higher. But mm -hmm. um, you know, the seniors seem to be on a mission this year, so I'm I'm very happy you know with them and, and for them. Um, but you know, they got and I keep reminding them, you only got enjoy every moment. You know, you still got to enjoy this. You mm -hmm. know, as, as every you know you have your last home game, you have your last you know, pre-district game, you have your last, yeah. all these lasts. So enjoy them. Uh -huh. so. Absolutely. 
Well, that's all I've got for this week since it was it wasn't a short week, but it was a limited performance week to really like test out these things. So I'm glad that they got a lot of practice work in. Got Me to too. kind of almost like take a breather. <laughs> it, yeah, it was actually perfectly placed. I mean, I wish we yeah. Could, but it was of think, you know, just after a tough week, we still have two weeks left to go. So we can we still have plenty of games left to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but perfectly placed to get that rest and just to refocus on fundamentals. So they, I mean, they had a pretty light day yesterday and actually the pitchers came and threw in option. It was actually optional hitting. Mm. So, you know, not everyone came because they, a lot of the families had decided to do family things. Mm. Um, the, the tournament was the canceled. rare two days in yeah. a row. <laughs> great. That's great. Take, take a little bit of a mental break because when you come back on Monday, we're going to, we're going to push pretty hard mm-hmm. for the next five weeks, hopefully. Yep. So yeah, it'll be good. Awesome. That's all I've got for this episode. Be sure to check out your free refocusing with keywords worksheet at mentalsweetspot.com forward slash episode nine. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. We hope you're enjoying the show. If so, we truly appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes or on our site at mentalsweetspot.com forward slash reviews. Let us know what you've learned and how you recommend these tactics with your players. Thanks again for joining us. Have a good one.